This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Last month, Taiwan began enforcing new strict anti-drunk driving laws that have raised penalties significantly, including a mandatory stint behind bars for those caught with a high enough blood alcohol content. Taiwan's police are supervised by the Ministry of the Interior, and Interior Minister Li Hongyuan was kind enough to sit down with me recently to discuss the new laws and how he plans to enforce them. Welcome to Taiwan Talk, and today I have once again with me the Minister of the Interior of the Republic of China, Mr. Li Hongyuan. Hello, everybody. Thank you again, Minister, for agreeing to talk to Taiwan Talk. I appreciate it. Uh, it is my pleasure to promote our new law. Right, right, and that is yeah. the topic that we have for today. Um, Taiwan has enacted some new laws regarding drunk driving. Uh, yes, because uh, last year or even this year, we have very uh, several very severe uh, cases and cause a lot of casualty, and uh, people are very angry about drunk driving. So ever since the July 13 of this year, we have modified uh, several uh, regulation on our criminal code. Mm. Yeah. So some people are saying that the laws in Taiwan now are among the strictest in the world. Is this correct? No, not really. Actually, comparing to Czech Republic, Hungary, Romania, uh, Slovakia, and Sweden, and Estonia, and Poland, I think our law uh, is not very particularly uh, strict. Right, because like yeah. Nepal, for example, is zero. Zero, right. yes, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, the regulation now says that 0.15 per liter of blood is considered intoxicated. Yeah. That's zero, a ver- very little amount. Zero, very little amount, and if you, uh, you according to the uh, breast test, uh, your alcohol reaches 0.5 milligram mm-hmm. per liter. Then you will be sub. You will be prosecuted, and the sentence is uh, two months imprisonment. So and it's quite it's quite quite serious. And you can't uh, you can't pay a fine to get out no, of that. No, you, you cannot. You will be sitting in prison for two months. You will be sitting in prison for two months because we have removed the the alternative. All right. So there's no other choices. You have to be in prison. And if you are not lucky enough, you can also be fine. About two hundred thousand NT dollars. Ah, nice. Yes. So two hundred thousand, two months in prison. In it's prison. going to be a pretty bad year for you if yes. you are caught doing this. And if you are a government uh, officer, you might lose your job. You might end up losing your job. Okay, well that seems fair to me. But I yeah. want to ask you a little bit about the whole culpability issue for, let's say, the third party. Let's say a friend of mine decides yeah. to get into my car after I've been drinking. Yes. The law now says that this person could also face some sort of penalty. No. That's not true. No, okay. No, our law only only punished the uh, uh, the driver himself. What responsibility does a rider have? The rider did he doesn't have any responsibility at present. But there's there's talk in the news. Just about talking, just okay. talking. Okay. But I don't think we at this stage uh, we do not intend to pass the law because it would be quite difficult to gauge the yeah, amount yeah, yeah. of level of responsibility. Like, yeah, yeah, what do you yeah. do? Do you grab their keys? Do you fight them? How would you stop a drunk driver? Am I responsible for calling the police if I see my friend driving drunk? Uh, if your friend is driving you bad. Better persuade persuade him not to do that. Okay. But if you sit in the car, you will be you will be okay. But you will be in danger. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Where, in your in your understanding, where, what part of Taiwan is drunk driving the most serious? Most serious, I was uh, down south mm-hmm. in Kaohsiung area. Okay, and that's because it's more spread out. There's because, greater because culture. Uh-huh. Okay. Because people down south, their their hospitality, they tends to not to say no, okay. and they want to show they are brave. So I can drink a, a lot and I don't get drunk. Right. So that's a cultural problem. But we are working on that. Kaohsiung and the Taizong area. I see. Yeah. And it must be tough to try to change a culture because what you need to do is is convince people that drunk driving is not just a naughty thing. It's an actual crime. Yeah, I think probably, especially in Kaohsiung, uh, we have uh, very serious uh, casualties due to drunk driving. So people now, they are aware this is a very bad thing to do. and But still, mm. it happens. It happens. So actually, actually, there's a strong campaign, strong promotion. Uh, we have put it on radio, uh, TV program. But I think the most uh, effective way is people really be put in prison and people get punished. And if one of your friends get punished, then you you are well. Tune in tomorrow for more important info from Interior Minister Li Hongyuan. Reporting for ICRT's Taiwan Talk, I'm Eric Smith. This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Eric Smith, and today we're back with the Interior Minister of the ROC, Li Hongyuan. Minister Li told me that the government is fully committed to enforcing tough new anti-drunk driving laws and that a loophole allowing people to pay a fine instead of taking a breathalyzer test has been closed. In the very first week, people said, I refuse to, to take a breath test. And then he get fine mm. uh, 90,000 NT, then he can get away. And then uh, we immediately change the standard operation procedure. Mm. That means our policeman, he can, according to his judgment, he can take him, arrest him, and ask, uh, ask the prosecutor to permit. Then we can take this guy to the hospital to have a blood test. So you could tie the person down and forcibly remove blood yes, if yes, necessary. If necessary. And already there are totally six people. They were taken to the hospital. I see. So they are persecuted. We have already changed All immediate right. change. So that loophole is closed. It's closed. So also don't don't try chance. that one. <laughs> don't try that one. Okay, got yeah. it. All right. Every country has people from other countries that live there or work there, and of course, every now and then, some of these people are going to break the law. Yeah, yeah. In Taipei, the police perhaps have better equipment, better training. So yeah. it seems that when a foreigner is involved in some sort of accident or something, it's pretty usually resolved quite well. Yeah. But in the southern areas of Taiwan, in central and southern Taiwan, yeah. sometimes foreigners get away with things by saying, oh, boy, short wrong one, or something yeah, like yeah. And the, the, the cops sort of just let it go. Yeah. What's being done to change that for both the good of Taiwan's yeah, reputation yeah. and for safety? Yeah. I think every uh, police department, they have uh, a department called Foreign Affairs Department. Every bureau, they have a Foreign Affairs Department. And, of course, our policemen, uh, they do not necessarily can speak or understand English. Sure. Yeah. But if they have run into this problem, they can ask for help. 
So we have already informed our foreign affairs depa uh, department that have to they have to strongly support uh, this kind of uh, action. So I think we can handle that. So we have enough person in every bureau, police department. So I don't think there will be a problem. You have personally instructed the police in central and southern Taiwan to look yes. into this matter. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, interesting. Yes. So, so that I think they will strongly support. You mentioned earlier that central and southern Taiwan are, uh, especially southern Taiwan, yeah. is, is a place where drunk driving happens uh, more frequently. Yeah. Do the police in those areas have the resources that they need to be able to deal with the problem? Do they have the the equipment? And They have the equipment. They have the manpower. We have uh, supplied them uh, with extra manpower. So I think the law enforcement is not a problem. So for you, in your opinion, this is like a new day for Taiwan when it comes to drunk driving. This Starting 2013, it's a whole new, a whole new ball game. Yes, yes. I think every month uh, we have called, every month we have two times. We call it a cross-country action. And every another two, two times, every local police department, they will also do that. And so you don't announce the dates beforehand, I'm assuming. Oh, no, we don't <laughs> announce date. So actually, this becomes the priority. Oh, it becomes the priority. So, and actually, we have asked every city, they have to have, we call it, public safety meeting every month. And drunk driving will be the report. I have to report it. And we personally, I personally ask the mayor, he has to be chair the meeting. I see. And every meeting, we, we want to know the number of the casualties caused by the drunk driving. I think there are some very uh, encouraging uh, numbers. Uh, comparing uh, last year comparing to the year before the death caught due to drunk driving uh, reduced 63 people and so you saved 63 lives 63 families wow, not yeah, just right, alive right. actually I was a 120 family because the people who caused the, the casualty he, his family he was going Affected. to end up Right. His family will be also effective. And this year, from uh, January to May, there are totally 125 people killed due to drunk driving. But comparing to last year, January till May, now the number drops to drops about 51 person, only five months okay. after we strong law enforcement. There's uh, already showed a significant improvement. So it's quite encouraging. So we will keep pushing. Hopefully, the culture of drunk driving uh, will disappear from Taiwan. Uh, if you want to drink, don't drive. If friends if tends to have drunk driving, uh, persuade him not to do that. And then, then host so that we can have enjoy the party and also have a safe environment. Thanks for tuning in to Taiwan Talk, and many thanks to the Interior Ministry for their assistance in organizing this interview. And all Taiwan Talk episodes are available as podcasts on iTunes or the ICRT website. Reporting for ICRT, I'm Eric Smith.